Welcome to the Waves Ministry Podcast. My name is Caroline Hare, and I'm the founder of Waves Girls Conference. We have girls conferences for girls ages 12 to 22 in the States as well as internationally. Our mission and vision is to encourage and equip young women to start making waves for Christ in their homes, community, and in the world. We hope that through this podcast that we can bring messages and words of life, wisdom, and hope through the Word of God, life issues, and help girls know their true identity and calling. Well, hey girls, we are on season four of our Waves Ministry podcast, and it is such a beautiful day here in Florida, and I am so excited because we are welcoming a friend of ours, a friend of Waves named Michaela Rowe. Um, I'm Hi. Hey, Michaela. How is it in Texas today? It, it is beautiful. It is sunny and it is hot. It is exactly <laughs> the perfect Texas weather. <laughs> That's awesome. I get, you know, I've lived in Texas for a little while and the thing that yeah. I love about Texas is the dry heat. Here in Florida, we have like the humid heat. Yes. So y'all got that, that good hair kind of weather. <laughs> um, yep. Perfect. <laughs> so, girls, let me tell you a little bit about Michaela. Um, Michaela and I met at uh, Jen Tringale's retreat that she had up in, in January in Nashville in my hometown. And um, this girl, I'm telling y'all girls, she can sing like an angel. Um, oh, <laughs> she's okay. an amazing worship leader. Yes. Um, and she and her mom is too. Oh my goodness. But yes, my um, mom is so awesome. She is Awesome. So um, she lives in Killeen, Texas, and, and she works for Destiny World Outreach Center where her parents are pastors. And she oversees the worship department as well as the young adult leader department. And then she oversees this other little thing. It's not really little, <laughs> but it's called Hershey Girl. And it is an amazing yeah. girls ministry for girls ages uh, 11 to 26. And so we are just so excited. I know that I felt like I had like kindred spirit with you whenever we talked for a little bit. Yeah, me um, too. Ministering yeah. to the next generation. So Michaela, I'm just so excited to have you on. Is there, what I, else do we need to know about I'm you? I'm so honored to be here. Well, first I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to be on here with you. You are such a pioneer and I'm so grateful that you would even ask me. I'm so humbled by that. Um, what was your question? I said, what, what else do we need to know about you that we don't know? Tell us something. Oh fun. boy. Well, something fun about me is I, um, I'm a dog person <gasps> and I have a Sharpay. Her name is honey. And she just, I just celebrated her birthday actually yesterday, March 9th. And yeah, I took her shopping. So <laughs> like, I'm really, I grew up like with dogs and everything like that, but I never connected with an animal like I had with, I have with this one. And so I'm 24 years old. I just turned 24 in October. And, um, so honey's like my little companion. She's like my little oh, best friend. So yeah, I love my dog and, um, I love fashion. I'm into, you know, um, skincare, like things like that, that are just self-care. Um, I love all of those things. Um, my favorite thing to do though, is like empower people, empower girls specifically. Yeah. Um, and I enjoy that. Um, what I do to kind of get my mind off of things sometimes, like if life gets busy, I just go walk around stores to be honest with you. <laughs> I, I really, there is okay. something about just being in a store, you know, whether you're buying something or not, but just walking around and looking at things like, I just find that so fun. 
I don't, I'm telling you. I know. So those are just a few little things about me. Um, and I love Mexican food. Mexican food is my favorite food. Girl, me too. (laughs) I get you. And girls, I got to tell you, like (laughs) this girl, her, I'm not, I'm just going to tell you like her makeup and her fashion is on point. Like I'm like, it always looks good. Thank you. I love it. I'm trying. It's hard out here in these streets, but I'm trying. (laughs) You're doing great. You're doing great. Okay. So, um, I'm just, so I know for me, like I find this so many times, like whenever I'm in gatherings or even just in small group settings or waiting in line at the bathroom, because the women's bathroom is always forever long. Right. You know, like you have to have like a go-to conversation started. We've been doing this series called Brave Conversations. What is your like go-to conversation starter that you have? What I always do um, is I find it so easy uh, to engage with someone whenever I compliment them or, you know, like people open up whenever you, whenever they hear things about themselves, you know what I mean? Like that's not a selfish thing. That's not a conceited thing, but we like to hear compliments. Like if someone comes up to me and they're like, Oh my goodness. I love your earrings. I'm like, Oh, thank you. It's such a easy way to open up conversation or open up like just in that response. And so what I do to even if I want to start a conversation or, you know, I just want to open the door for someone to feel comfortable around me. Um, I look for something that I really love about them. And even if it's a lot, I'm just like, Oh my goodness, I love your hair. Where do you get it done? And us girls, we love to talk about, you know, girly things so I always love to open up or engage you know with talking about things or filling them out like you know do they really like that I commented on their lips okay they're not really a girly girl okay let's talk so are you into sports like what do you like to do you know right um I don't know just starting something like that and I've always found that to be the easiest thing um and something where someone doesn't feel awkward you know what I mean (laughs) they don't feel like like, oh you're just coming at me real hot and yeah you know like what are your life goals? You know what I mean? Like those are amazing questions. Right. But I remember just being a young girl and like, I would be asked really deep questions. Like they didn't ask what my favorite color was. They didn't ask, you know, um, what I like to do for fun. It was more like, so like, what do you want to, I mean, me growing up in ministry and being a pastor's daughter, it was, so do you want to be a pastor? I mean, to like your mom and dad or (laughs) like, you're making like make a life choice. (laughs) I know. I know. And I'm like, I just, I just want to sing. And I, I just want to like go hang out with my friends. Like I don't have those answers right away. (laughs) So I don't know, just making things light to me has always been a win uh, and and opening up with, and it makes someone want to open up with you is when it's, it's just light and you make it easy and you make it, um, you just make it inviting if that makes sense by just making it like simple. I'm not trying to ram my way in I'm just asking a simple question or I'm complimenting you and raising you up because then that helps you see like I'm here just to love on you you know right that's awesome I would say that I love that okay so I know over the last year almost exactly a year from when we're recording this like the world kind of went on shutdown crazy yes like we've had so many I feel like brave conversations over the last year in general Um, but what is a, I feel like it's awakened brave conversations in every person, but what is a brave conversation that you've been having over the last year? Well, I've been having a lot of brave conversations, uh, recently in my life. Um, so 
I have been in a place, you know, where um, I've always had a passion to, you know, love people, serve God's people, you know, um, to be up to date in, in a lot of things, you know, not just, um, trying to shove Jesus down people's throat, but create a way for, for them to want to know Jesus in a, you know, in a, an attraction or, you know, trying to figure out things like that. I've always been like that, but brave conversation that I've had to have with myself is, um, I hit a place in ministry in my life. And as a 24 year old where I never went to college, like away from home, I've never lived in any other city. And so I had realized during COVID and being, you know, in closed doors, you know, like being home more than ever before, um, not being able to meet with Hershey girls, not being able to, even our church services here at Destiny, we weren't able to gather like what we're used to, even our friends, everything, just very like isolated. And so I started to honestly be tempted with a lot of things that I've never been tempted before. Right. That uh, were for me in the aspect of, you know, Oh, you, you never left, you know, you've never gone out in the world. You've never, you know, you've been serving the, the, the visions that God has in your heart and, you know, serving um, under your leaders, you've been plowing, you know, when everybody else your age are out there, you know, running wild and looking what it seems to be this free life, you know, that seems to be a free life. Um, you know, you never got that opportunity and I had never been, I've never faced those thoughts before, but during COVID I did. Wow. And so towards the end of the year, um, I hit a really deep place within my heart. And I still, even the beginning of this year, working through it is one I've learned you're never too good or too high, too spiritually high to, um, you know, grown to have moments where you need to self-evaluate and spiritually self-evaluate yourself with this voice and these thoughts are coming, but who's sending them, you know, where are they coming from? And so I was like, I need to have a conversation with myself of these desires, like for me wanting to travel more, right. Um, as a young, as a young adult, you know, I want to go see the world. I want to go, uh, explore. Uh, during COVID, like, oh man, we have such a life to to, to live. So many people have mm-hmm. were passing, you know, through COVID and things like that. And heart wrenching things just going on in our world. Um, and it makes you like, well, what have I done with my life up until this point? And so having the brave conversation with myself is, um, and what's crazy is we just, I just talked about this, um, this past weekend with a few of my friends. And that was learning how to decipher um, my self desires and God's desires for me. Mm, That's good. And I had never walked through having to truly decipher, is this a selfish desire that I'm having or that he gave me, you know? And, um, I actually wrote down a few things that I, I wanted to be able to help with girls who are going to be listening ah. to this scriptural scriptures um, that um, my dad actually spoke last night at church. And that is first Samuel 16, seven. And it talks about that um, self and selfishness being too selfish that it actually can be a demonic spirit and yeah. um, being so self-absorbed. And, and, and you know what I mean? Like being so, only thinking about what Michaela wants, what Michaela's done with her life. And I become so self-absorbed where I'm not 
continuing to lay it at God's feet. Like, God, you put desires in my heart. You know what I want. You know what's in me. I don't have to question anything else other than learning how to continue to submit to you, God, how to obey you and having the brave conversation of having to be checked by the Holy spirit of, Hey, these things that are coming back up or not coming back up for me, it was the first time coming up. And now you're, you know, young adult womanhood, you know, where on social media, it's easy for me to compare where God, you've called me to reach people. And I have a passion for that. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but still on social media, being tempted with, oh, they're doing this or they look like this, you know, and, right. and the world standard of perfection or the world standard of success, you know, and that often looks so different in the kingdom of God, you know, and so um, I had been built up to be a strong woman in God. My parents are amazing. Um, our, our church family, people that, you know, other ministry families and other friends that I have, um, there, there's, I mean, I've been built up. So I felt embarrassed oh, to admit yeah. that I was, um, struggling with learning how to decipher between my desires and God's desires for me. Cause I felt bad saying, yeah. Oh, there's other things I want to do, or there's some things that I realized I, I didn't do that. I feel like I missed God. Or I feel like, you know, all just the whole spirit that COVID right. brought on people of, you know, taking things way too seriously of, of just being, you know, all of that. Um, I had to have a brave conversation and get before God and get before my leaders and my parents and say, Hey, I'm battling two roads right now. And I've never battled that before. Right. Ever. (laughs) Yeah. And having to say, Hey, this is where it's at. And you know, it was, it was painful for me because if we don't, the, the importance of, and I love um, girls ministry and girls organization and girls having connection with each other and leaders and big sisters, because we have to stay talking. We do. We have to stay meeting and eating. And I mean, eating the spirit of God, eating the, the words uh, that are spoken to us in the word of God, you know, right. um, because if not, when we get so, when we allow ourselves to get self-isolated, I mean, we can enter into a jungle of thoughts that it takes so long to get out of. And you end up, how in the world did I get here? And God's like, I never intended you to have to walk through that. If you would have just ran to me and had the, you know, allowed me me and you to conversate, I would have revealed so much to you, but you were like, oh, I don't know. You know, and the brave conversation for me was stepping out and saying, I need to communicate. And no matter what others, you know, for me, admitting where I was and what I was walking through was a really big deal. And I know in a lot of other girls' lives and people's lives where um, it is a brave conversation to admit where you really are. It is. That's a brave conversation. You know what I mean? A brave conversation isn't just what my life goal could be, you know, or what my dream is and how am I going to get there? You know, a brave conversation is first admitting where you really are now. That's good. That is so and, good. Um, I don't know if you know Terry Savelle, and I know I'm answering your question so That's long, but it's just, Terry Savelle had broken down. Um, I love her so so much. I don't know if you know her, but she's an incredible uh, speaker, and yeah. And she had said, "You can't complain about anything in your life and where you are today because it's your choices that got you there." 
right? Yeah. It's your choices that got you where you are today. But what you can do is change your choices from that day on. That's you right. know. That's and uh, we know his mercies are new every morning, but it's just, I don't know. It just hit differently uh, in the, yeah. in the season of life that I had been walking through. And I don't know, just having the courage and the bravery to admit where you really are so that you can get the help and the guidance that you really need. That's good. Sometimes just saying it verbally, yes. like whenever you finally choose to speak it out, it's like, there's something that clicks inside of you and you're like, I need help. Like I need help discerning. Right. I need, and it's like, and it feels, it can, that shame can come on you. Like right. we were talking about like really quickly, yeah. but it's like just being able to say like, wait, I need help in this department. Like, here's where I yeah. am. Like right. that's the first glimmer of like, and you're right. And having that brave conversation with the Lord too, yeah. like right. just being completely transparent. That's so awesome. Right. So for you, like, I know like anyone can have a conversation, but like what makes it different about it being a brave conversation? To me, uh, what makes it brave is when you don't have to, you're respectful, you know, with whoever you're talking to, but having a brave conversation would be where you don't feel like you have to walk on tiptoes that you really feel okay to ask and to, um, talk about things that not everyone's talking about, right. you know, yeah. but always reflecting back on the word of God, not just having a brave conversation. Like, Oh, I'm, I'm just going to rebel and just talk about whatever right. I want to talk about. Cause it's in me, you know what right. I mean? Um, but being able to have a brave conversation, being able to back it up with the word of God and being able to confront things that normally our, our flesh wants us not to do, you know, right. and um, being the first one. Sometimes we, to me, being brave and having a brave conversation or even engaging in one is you making the first step to engage in one right. for you to be <laughs> there. You know what I mean? Like, right. to me, it's, it's as simple as that as being in a brave conversation or having a brave conversation is first you deciding, okay, I'm going to like meeting a new person and I want to get to know them in order for me to get to know them. I have to be brave enough to talk to them about myself and tell them my story. It's not lie and try to make myself sound cooler than I am, but be relatable and be um, open and, and allow some vulnerability in there. That is being brave you know, and that's how God can use you. He can't use who you pretend to be. He can't use you who you think in you, your head that you are. He can, he can only use who you are right now and how open and available you are. And doing that is brave, you that's know? Awesome. That's so good. You know, I think, and everyone wants their voice to be heard. Like everybody yeah, yeah. wants their voice to be heard and, and they want to be making waves for Christ and they want to be doing all that stuff. But like, I feel like sometimes the way people go about it is wrong. Like <laughs> they just, even sometimes yeah. like on social media, they blast it or like, even whenever you're trying to discern, like what you were talking about with deciphering, like, is this a God desire or a me desire? Right. Sometimes mm-hmm. the way we go about trying to decipher that is wrong. But like, where yes. did you start that conversation? Did you prep for the conversation? How did you decide who to talk to about it? Like, like, how did that work for you? How did that work? Um, for me, I, I had started writing down in my journal. I always keep a journal next to my bed. And um, I, had, I had struggled with 
forever or battled, not struggled, battled with being, I'm independent and I was built to be independent, but in a way that um, I have had to grow in being able to communicate things. Mm -hmm. I've always felt like, oh, I could take care of it. Like just me and God. And of course me and God can always like take care of it. But there was some things that there's a reason why God has put people in my life um, to help me decipher through and weave through. So I keep a journal next to my bed and I just begin to write down my thoughts. And before I, I try, before I ever, you know, sometimes my flesh can get the best of me and we call it back in, but I try my best to write down my thoughts like a course of a few days I'm like God help me to know when who and where how am I how am I to bring this conversation up Holy Spirit you are here as a helper you know what I mean right um you were sent to me as a helper help me to get this out you know right. this is it's uncomfortable for me you know right and so um for me it was my mom and my dad I um I had to be willing and open to talk to them about where I was and what I needed. Um, And not just what I needed, but um, respond and guide me to what I needed, you know? And I think a lot of, especially our generation today, a lot of the, you know, a lot of young adults and, and, and teenagers and people period, you know, when people start, you know, with parents, a lot of times is, we don't like to, we don't like everything that they say. So then we, right. we could allow that to rob us of the relationship of still leaving that door completely wide open. God has sent it, God has, no matter who your parents are, no matter what they've done. Right. Um, some of us have to walk in that differently, you know, not because we've done anything wrong, but because of just things that has happened, you know, right. um, but we have to understand God sent people to us to help us communicate. And so I had to step out and talk to my mom and dad. And, um, and then also I had to be willing to tell a friend, not, uh, about my, my, my things I was facing, but just to be praying for me, you know, yeah. because I needed, I needed God. I needed clarity from him on the steps to go about it. And I waited on him. I didn't just for me in this situation, not all situations, but in this situation, I waited a little bit because I didn't want to act out of emotion. I didn't want to just, you know, go for it. I want to God, I want to do this your way. And I want to be able to discuss it your way. And his way is okay. You, you got it. You you, you can do this. I've got you (laughs) go. And you're like, Oh, I don't want to go. But I went and so from there, just communicating and being open with my mom and dad, um, or my pastors, you know, or my leaders, um, never going side to side, never going peer to peer, only asking for prayer but I'm not seeking guidance or, you know, any type of uh, direction from my peers and my friends. I have to go up. And that's what the word tells us to do. And so um, I I went up and had to go up to my leader, go up to my pastors. I get my mom, my dad, my pastors, my leaders in one. Yeah, you do. (laughs) But um, I have also other people like Jen Tringale and there's other one, my aunts, um, who are, are filled with the word of God, but are so cool and awesome at the same time. And, um, you know, just being able to communicate with them and there's, there's people that God has sent and, um, yeah, that's amazing. That for sure. I think that's one thing, like, I know we're having this conversation today, but like, 
whenever it comes to that process, because I think sometimes as people are deciphering and discerning, like what's their desires versus God's desires, like they don't know who to process with. They don't, or they go about it and they try to go about it and they come up with a conclusion, but then they're like, wait a minute, how'd you do that? Like, how have you continued this conversation and like teaching people in this? Yeah. Um, for me, my, um, my upbringing was that number one, I am called to serve the Lord wholeheartedly and I'm called to service people and that what I make happen for God's house, he's going to make happen for me. Right. Right. And so I had grown up with that. And so having that in my DNA, having that in my language, having that, you know, mold me, um, it, it, it had helped me. That's why I'm saying I never faced what I did until I was 24 this past, you know, right. 23 this past year and the beginning of this year um, that I never faced it because I was so full, filled up with, I don't live my life for myself. You right. know, now God has still called me. There's desires in my heart of just to go. I really want to go to Wyoming so bad. Yeah. I don't know why. I just want to go. So those desires that are there, you know, and working through the right timing when to go, but I had had friends and people come throughout my life and our ministry and even the Hershey girls that girls, they feel called to do something, but it's the, when is the right time? How do, right. how do they work through, um, going about it? And so, uh, one thing my, my dad always told me, and so the state tells me, he says, when it's God, okay. When it is God, mm-hmm. it will be easy. Yeah. It doesn't mean it will be fun, but it will be easy when it's yeah. not God. It's often like, you know, when it's not God, it will be, I'm sorry. I got that totally twisted around when it's God, it won't be as easy, but you'll know that it's God. It's the right timing when it, when it's not God, it will be so easy and just fall in your lap. Sometimes when right. it falls in your lap, you're like, Oh, I'm just going to run with it. The enemy comes and he loves to tempt. And to put right. things in front of us prematurely, right? He right. did that with Jesus. When Jesus was out in the desert starving, it says that the enemy came and he tempted Jesus. He said, I'm going to offer you all the keys of the kingdom. If you'll right. bow down and worship me, the enemy will offer us what is ours prematurely because mm-hmm. he knows if I can get you out of your development course, your development stage, your mm-hmm. molding That's years, good. I can rob you from truly walking in what it is God's called you to. And so that type of conversation has always been what me and, you know, our Hershey girls, our teams are the people that God sends or those I just come in contact with in the grocery store that have these types of conversations that are so hungry to know how do we go about it? And it's, we run to the father. We, the reason you need to be planted in a church, you need to be planted around people who are going the same direction as you is because they help you remember that. Right. They help you say, Hey, it's not that what God's called you to, what's being offered to you right now is wrong, right? Girls right. with sex, girls with um, things that are offered to you, right? There's right. things that got like having sex and all that, that is for marriage, right? But right. then he's going to offer that to you prematurely. He's going to try and mess you up so that then you have to go through this whole process of being restored. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. getting to a place of learning that I have to keep that at the forefront. And God, when it's your timing, when it's from you, I'm going to know. 
And Lord, I always pray that God, you reveal it to my pastors. You reveal it to my leaders because you've called them to be shepherds over me. You've called them to help lead me. And I know God that you are such a big God that if this is what you're calling me to do, you're going to tell them, right. And you're going to reveal it to them. Um, no matter how long it takes, if that's what's going to do, uh, that's what he's going to do. And so, I don't know, I've just always kept that in the forefront of my mind of when he, the enemy offered Jesus that. And, and so now and in my life and in my personal dreams, and then just the dreams of that I hear all these other girls that we talk about, it's, hey, God has called you to that. Right. But there's a purpose and a reason on why you have to go this route. Right. It's because you're going to pick up things and knowledge along the way that your future self will thank you for. And if you've already gotten outside of those lines, guess what? It's so easy to come right back in and get right back where God's called you to be, you know, and it's the enemy that would ever hold you back from that. That is so good. Timing is such a big deal. Timing is such a big deal. You know, um, through having, cause here's the thing, like whenever you are having a conversation like that with one of the girls or with someone on your team at church, like those are brave conversations. Like they are. And sometimes people don't want to hear it. Um, you, right. you graciously went to your parents, like, cause the Lord said so, you yeah. know, and, and, and you right. offered that. But like, sometimes I find this in ministry too. Like when people come up, like, do you, have you ever had the experience where you've lost or gained, um, friendship or access to people because you've had to have these brave conversations? Oh boy. Most definitely. Um, most definitely, uh, especially in leadership. Uh, and leadership, it can get very lonely because you have to be the first one. Yeah. You have to be the first one to take the step. And um, we're not always right as leaders, but we are, we walk in a special grace and a, and a special uh, discernment from Jesus that we have to be the ones that if we truly love people and God has put something on your heart for them, that if you truly love them, you're not going to lie or just pat them on the back, back and just let them go about life and you never spoke up and said what God had put on your heart to say, you know? Um, and I've lost friends over that. Yeah. I've lost, I've lost people over that, but I tell you this, I've had friends and people now that I can say, I mean, not everybody, but a lot of them come back and say, Hey, I remember our conversation five years ago. And if it wasn't for that conversation, I, I don't know where I would be today. Wow. And I had to step out of myself to, to be able to communicate with them uh, and say what, what was on my heart to say. That wasn't easy to say, but I had to say it because I love them. Right. Yeah. And um, when you love somebody and you love who God has put in your life and the people he's placed around you, you're not going to worry about yourself or how you will look or, you know, you are, your main priority is I love you so much. I'm going to say this with love. I'm going to say this, um, and Holy Spirit, help me on how I say this, Right. but you know, X, Y, and Z, this is what I'm supposed to give you. Whether they receive it or not, your job is to obey. Right. And when you obey, you release and you let God do the rest, you know, and I feel as people, people will go and they will come, but the most important, the only thing, not most, the only thing important is that you obey God and you keep your heart right. And you don't allow their response to hurt you or to plant seeds in your heart. No, you keep going and you let God do the rest. That's good. That's so, so good. 
you know, um, and I, I will say I'm, I'm right there with you. I've experienced that yeah. too. And you're right. Like our job is to be obedient with what God, God tells us to speak and to do it with love and, and to have open arms to receive them later. Right. They, right. They exactly. Yeah. You know, why is it, you know, why is it so necessary? Like, why is it needed to go on and have those brave conversations that require bravery? You know, because people, people are dying and I'm not saying literally like just physically dying, that their spirits are hungry. Their yeah. spirits are, we're at such a spiritual warfare where it, it takes those conversations and it takes us. The reason we are tempted of being so self-absorbed is because it robs us of hearing the Holy spirit for what someone else needs. Yes. You know? Yeah. And the importance of having these conversations and be in doing that is because we, you know, as girls specifically, you know, we're born nurturers, you know, some of us, we nurture in a different way, you know, right. some of us want to be mothers and some of us just, I don't want to have no kids, but I love everybody. Right. I love girls, you know, yeah. but we have a nurturing spirit. We all have a nurturing yeah. spirit. Um, and with that, you know, a lot of us girls, sometimes our feelings can get in the way of things and uh, our feelings are what can cause something that could be a good conversation that could be something that's really important and awesome. Um, it can end up not being because we allowed our feelings to get in the way. You know, we allowed our personal opinion to get in the way. Um, and so I just, I know, I know they're so important because I've had so many young girls who, girls who come to Hershey Action, not all of them are, they're, you know, they're not all believers or know Jesus. A lot of them are girls who, um, like I, we've had girls before, like they're Muslim, they're atheists, they come from um, different religions, different beliefs, right. but their parents allow them to come to Hershey because we're a, an organization as well, not just a ministry. Right. And so um, they come and whenever they come, you know, we can't just talk about Jesus in their right. face. We can't, we have to present a message in a way that they ask the questions that they want to engage. Right. Um, and they want to be there. And so we're, we've worked and we work on having a conversation that makes the hunger and the questions and the, the pain that every girl, we all face identity issues, right. That they want to talk about it. You know, we create an environment that they want to ask those questions. And so it's so important to have them because you never know what someone's going through. Yeah. You never know where they are, yeah. you know? And, um, I don't want to pass up people who are, are dying on the inside, you know, and just a simple smile or hello, or you're beautiful goes a long way. It really does. That's amazing. I love that. I love it. Okay. So tell me just a little bit about um, Hershey Girl. Tell me a little bit about where the girls can follow you, where we can keep up with you and, and just the yes. ministry that you're doing. Yeah. So uh, Hershey Girl, we, we, we founded it um, about seven years ago now. And so you can follow us on um, Instagram at Hershey Girls and it's H-E-R-S-H-E -E Girls. Uh, no Y in Hershey. Um, and we're also on Facebook. It's the same name. And we have a website, HersheyGirls.com. Um, but what we do is it's, an, it's a ministry, it's an outreach, it's an organization, whatever you want to call it. And um, we age range from 11 to, to, to 26. And the whole goal of Hershey is to create an environment um, that 
helps awaken the girl, helps awaken Mm. who she's called to be, helps her identify what God has placed her on the earth to do and to help her unwrap that purpose. Um, Because when she knows who she is or she has an idea, she's able to really start running with that and really start going with that. And um, my heart was, you know, if, if maybe we could get girls who are young, you know, there's always yeah. stuff for women out there, right? There's women's right. conferences always happening, of course. but there's nothing for the younger girls. And it's like, That's well, maybe right. if we can, if we can help get them to understand who they are at a young age, they won't be wandering around in the wilderness older, you know, and maybe we can help them not have to walk through some of the things that they would have walked through, you know, right. um, if we could just get them earlier. And so we meet, well, during COVID, we weren't able to meet, but we did a lot um, of online things, trying to engage and keep that. But of course, through COVID, it was extremely difficult. So now we're actually about to restart back up and we meet once a month. We, um, we are launching a new thing for us and that's called a Hershey social. And so we're going to be out in the community and at our events, what we do is we have, um, we have discussions uh, and we help girls develop good godly relationships with one another. And um, it's as simple as that. So many girls are, you know, we hear all the time of gossip and bullies and everything that the, you know, catty fights and everything that us girls (laughs) have gotten into before. Um, We focus on, Hey, you know, we're here to love one another. We're here to be each other's sister. And this is what a healthy relationship looks like. And a lot of us, we struggle just because we don't know what a healthy relationship looks like, no matter how we were raised or brought up or, you know, the relationships that we've had in our lives or whether we've had none, you know, so it's creating an environment for girls to learn and to thrive. Um, And so that's, that's our heart. And so we want to bring hope, love, and light to every girl's heart and just be along the journey with them on what God has for them and help them get there. That is so amazing. Girls, we're going to put links down in our details for you to go follow uh, Michaela as well as Hershey Girl. So um, so, thank you so much for this. This has just been so awesome. Thank you so much. Um, well, girls, I just want to remind y'all that we are doing monthly waves worship nights. So in March, we have um, our lovely, lovely middle school girls gathering in the heart of Destin at Kelly Plantation Owners Club. We're going to have a toast bar and worship and just some fun time to hang together, some photo booths and um, a special word. We are going to have hair braiding too. Pure and Couture. What? That's so cool. I know. Pure and Couture is sponsoring a hair braiding for you girls for free and it's free to attend. So just go to our wavesgirlsconference.com to sign up. And then high school girls were meeting in Niceville um, for our Waves Worship Home Tour. And that we, and I forgot to mention our friend, you might know this girl, Jamie Jam Goshen is coming. Yes. Uh, yeah. So she's I have not coming. got to meet her, but I have heard she is so, so awesome. That she's is going to be a treat. Awesome. She's coming to our March gathering, but in, in April, we're doing a high school only gathering over in Niceville at uh, the Swift Creek Owners Club. And so you guys, again, just sign up online. And then if you're a youth leader or just a girl who leads a ministry, a small group, a Bible study, something on your college campus, like you are welcome to join us for, um, we have a 
leadership retreat. Um, April 23rd and 24th, we're doing a leadership retreat in Miramar Beach and Sandestin. And it's just a weekend for you leaders just to get away. It's a Friday, Saturday, so you can make it back for Sunday church. Don't worry. Um, we're going to have a beach bonfire and worship and just have some time where you ladies can just connect with one another. Um, and so we want you ladies to attend that. So Girls, we love you, and we hope that you will start making waves. Thank you for listening to the Waves Ministry Podcast. For more information about our ministry, check out our website, wavesgirlsconference.com, and our social media at Waves Girls Conference. Today, we hope you start making waves in your home, community, and world.